Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Talk Bible to Me podcast. I am one of your hosts, Megan Rawlings, joined by my lovely co-host, Emily Richardson. Emily, do you know what today is? What's today? Today is the last episode of Hosea season four. We did it. That sounds like we spent four seasons on Hosea. It's season four, Hosea. (laughs) (laughs) Season four of the podcast. Of Hosea. There we go. Yeah. But you know what? Mentally, mentally, it might have been four seasons. Mm. This was a big one. That was a big one. And it It felt good. I feel good about it. Next time you guys hear from us after today, we will be moving to a production company and i'm so excited about that new partnership with 1801 media and uh we'll tell you more in january when everything launches but until then you guys just look forward to january (laughs) enjoy your holidays you know yeah we've got more to tell you in january um but i'm really excited are you excited i'm super excited and there's going to be some there's going to be some slight changes happening to our podcast and we're so excited about those. We'll still be working through scripture verse by verse. And you should follow us on Instagram to follow along because we might hint at some of those changes. <laughs> right Emily? Yep. Do you know where else they could find the scoop on what's happening, Emily? I don't know, where else? How about Patreon. If you join our Patreon, you can see the behind the scenes scoop of what's going on with the podcast, what's going on with the bull movement. And you can do that at patreon.com forward slash the bull movement. You knew that was coming, right? It's like almost at this point, like a where's Waldo of every episode. When is Megan going to announce (laughs) Patreon? (laughs) Please join. Please help us. That's right. We have plans ranging from $5 a month to $1 million a month. And I'm slightly exaggerating on the million dollars. But if you want to do that, I will not say no. Absolutely not. I'm totally okay with it. Yeah, it'll be all right. Emily, do you have any good jokes before we start Hosea 14? Oh, I do. Actually, my kids my kids found one this week that we've been laughing about. And I, I hope you get this or it'll ruin it. Would you rather eat a baby goat or a matter baby? What's a matter baby? Nothing, sugar. What's the matter with you? (laughs) I was like, a matter baby? Your kids came up with that? Oh, no, we found it on, I was watching Instagram reels and I saw it and I was like, my kids need to see this joke. And so I showed it to them. And that's been the joke of the week all week. And my four-year-old, when she does it, it's the cutest thing. Because she does like the Boston of whatever accent, even with it. Nothing, sugar. What's the matter with you? Oh my gosh, that's adorable. All right, cool. Well, knock, knock. You froze on my end for a second. Knock, knock. Knock, knock. Oh, who's there? Interrupting llama. Interrupting llama who? I am a llama. Because <laughs> I don't know what sound llamas make. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought that could be dangerous because someone could like spit on you. 
<laughs> that just hit me. Like that's I probably mean, that's not kind the of best. Where I was thinking that was going. <laughs> My favorite is Knock Knock. Who's there? Interrupting Starfish. Interrupting Starfish. Who? And then they hit you in the head with their. <laughs> <laughs> that would make I me did. So angry. I'd be so mad. <laughs> I did that in the ark today to a little kid when I was oh, I uh I volunteered at my church with the three four and five year olds. And I did that, and they called me Farthead. <laughs> I said, that is a cuss word. <laughs> but you deserved it, because. And then they called me Stinky Feet. And I was like, why are you being so mean to me? And, they, I mean, the boys were laughing so hard, their face was red. So I was like, ah, whatever. And then I taught them about Benaniah. So I feel like it was a win-win today. <laughs> I want you in my children's class. That's right. Benaniah and Balaam. Because they just said, tell us a story. And I was like, okay, what story would little boys think is cool? Because I had the boys group. And um, so there was a talking donkey. They were like, what? And I told it. And this little kid was like telling it verbatim. I'm like, why are kids so smart? It's They're crazy. so smart. It's ridiculous. We don't give them enough credit. No, I I did not. I was like, how old are you again? <laughs> And the donkey just turned around and said, why are you hitting me? <laughs> like, I and it. I said, yep. He goes, I bet you God made him talk. And I was like, I didn't even have to explain it to him. Like, he just got it. They just know that's, that is why it says have childlike faith. Because they can just like, boom, come up with the most deep things. It was God. It, okay. How did that man kill the lion with his bare hands? God. <laughs> All right. Speaking of God, let's head on over to Hosea chapter 14. How'd you like that segue? That sounded, I'm just to be honest, that sounded like straight from Ohio. You from Ohio? Oh, yeah. Straight on over. Your ace. Straight on over. <laughs> Like how you say bag, bag, bag. What? Bag instead, of, instead of bag. Bag? Say bag. Bag? I don't bag. I Girl, we ain't in Wisconsin. No, bag. Bag. I went to, I know, I don't say bag. <laughs> I'm actually not, I'm actually not from Ohio originally. No, from West Virginia? That is a secret. Now someone can steal my identity. Sorry. I'm serious. I it's funny because I was um when I lived in I lived in Manhattan for a, a summer for school and they were I kept getting asked if I lived in Texas and I was like Texas and they said the only nice people in the world with who talk <gasps> like you are from Texas. <laughs> I said, "No." There's nice people outside of Texas, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I used to have a thick accent. Like a West Virginia accent? Oh, yeah. Like, on my spelling test in kindergarten, I spelled five F-A-V because I sounded it out phonetically. F-A-V. Fav. Fav. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, why did you do that? And I said, I spelled it like my mommy says it. So, yeah. So that's 
It was thick. And it's funny, um, when I'm tired, it comes out. Still I love it. I love my Appalachian roots. Like, I'm proud of them. I'm kind of disappointed I don't have... I feel like I just don't have an accent. I'm very uh, Midwest right now. You have a Midwest accent. I can hear it. But it's like Midwest. There's no... We don't have accents. We're the news anchors of the world, okay? (laughs) Laugh all you want. That's what they told me. I'm allowed to say this because I'm from the Midwest, so I... Yeah. We... We are, we don't have accents. We are the news anchors. <laughs> who told me that? I was like, I can't remember who told me that, but they were like, oh yeah, all the news anchors come from, they talk like the Midwest. I was like, okay. And I, I was like, maybe that that's, now. they do. Maybe that's why I never hear an accent from news anchors, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You don't hear it. It's all the same. Mind blowing. Well, there's, there's your hot for the day okay let's talk about Hosea let's head on over to Hosea chapter 14 I am going to be reading from the New Living Translation I have the ESV shocking I almost said Eastern Standard Version (laughs) it's her time zone and Bible okay (laughs) English Standard Version all right why don't you read it first One through three? Yeah. Go for it. Oh, you want me to read it first? Okay, I'll read it first. Sorry. You you slowed down for a second on the screen, so. That's okay. Here we go. Return, O Israel, to the Lord your God, for your sins have been brought have brought you down. Bring your confessions and return to the Lord. Say to him, forgive all our sins and graciously receive us so that we may offer you our praises. Assyria cannot save us, nor can our war horses. Never again will we say to the idols we have made, you are our gods. No, in you alone do the orphans find mercy. Interesting. What do you got, Em? Mm. So uh, the first note that I have, it's from my commentary that I've been using, the um, Expositor's Bible Commentary, but it said, the people of Israel are not only invited to return to their God, they are also reminded of their sins. And then this is the quote that I really, really love. God's forgiveness must be accompanied by an awareness of sin. Mm. Uh, and I think that that's something that we forget about so often, that that we have to be aware of our sin. And I I struggled with that growing up. Like I, I think I always wondered, why do I need a savior? Why do I need Jesus? What's, what's so bad about me? I haven't done anything really that bad in my life, but um, you can't have his forgiveness without understanding your sin. Even if you think you're a good person, uh, you're not, unfortunately. <laughs> I love that. Yep. Um, I am looking for my note that I'm I have one more. Looking. I just, Go ahead. just noted. Um, the other part, you know, he's talking about, um, take with you your words, uh, and return to the Lord. Um, we'll pay with bulls the vows of our lips, just talking about giving words as sacrifice. Um, God did not want more blood offerings. He wanted an offering of their words, their lips. He wanted them to bring praise and worship to him alone because they were so caught up in praising other God, false gods. Um, and it actually made me think of, Hebrews 13, 15, that says, Through him, then, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. 
Um, and so one of the greatest offerings we can give to the Lord is just to worship him alone and um, praise him with our, our words and our lips. Not just singing either. Worship is not just music. It's also the way we live, the things we say, and our, our heart action as well. Absolutely. So in my commentary by, um, I think it's Garrett, um, it says in verse three, uh, political alliances cannot save people, provide true independence or bring prosperity. Mm -hmm. And I was like, how timely is that? Mm-hmm. And it said, foreign nations are fickle and undependable. The military strength of kings rises and wanes and such, such associations require payment of heavy taxes. There is a better way. Having turned to their covenant God, the people now vow to trust in his power, not war horses, to control mm-hmm. political affairs. God's power is made complete through human weakness. His name is glorified when he brings the victory. And I think uh, in the New Testament, it's just echoing what Paul or Paul echoes this later on when he says, um, in my weakness, your strength is made complete or perfect. So depending yes. on your translation. Yeah, I love that. I love that. All right. What verses would you like to do next? Four through eight. Okay. I can read those ones. Cool. Uh, I will heal their apostasy. I will love them freely, for my anger has turned from them. I will be like the dew to Israel. He shall blossom like the lily. He shall take root like the trees of Lebanon. His shoots shall spread out. His beauty shall be like the olive and his fragrance like Lebanon. They shall return and dwell beneath my shadow. They shall flourish like the grain. They shall blossom like the vine. Their fame shall be like the vine of Lebanon. O oh, Ephraim, what have, I to, what have I to do with idols? It is I who answer and look after you. I am like an evergreen cypress. From me comes your fruit. Yeah. So I just love the comparison of like when you obey and when we're together, you're going to flourish and you're going to thrive. And this is in such contrast to uh, chapter 13 that we just studied last week. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's even a, um, this is just my, my, I just noticed this on my own, but um, it feels a lot like Psalm, Song of Solomon, the way that's written. Yeah. Um, just this, this moment where the Lord is showing his love to his people and um, really unconditionally when you, when you go back and read through Hosea and how many times over and over again they walked away from him and yet he's still giving them this, I will heal their apostasy, I will love them freely and my anger will be turned from them. Um, like if I was God, I'd be done, <laughs> but he's not, he's not done. Um, and then I think, uh, verse eight, um, kind of makes me think of John 15 because it says, um, it's talking about how God alone answers them, not their idols. It is I who answer and look after you and all their fruitfulness comes from him. So he's talking about, you know, these trees and, um, the lily and the olive and all of that. It made me think of John 15 that talks about Bye. abiding in the vine. Hey, buddy, just look at my interview. I need to change the episode. <laughs> my kids are watching a show. I want to change the episode. It's kind of, it's kind of, I don't know, it's just, I don't know. Scary. Hey, Judah. It's not scary. It's just like.
Sorry. <laughs> Working out. I love that your kids always whisper to you. <laughs> it's it's sweet. It's nice because then it, it keeps them from saying things out loud sometimes that are, oh, that wasn't anything though. He's my sweet seven-year-old. He's got the most innocent mind. Um, and anytime a show comes on that like seems scary or even slightly inappropriate. So they're watching Phineas and Ferb and he said there's an episode that they're like, locking them up at school or something. I don't know. But I love that about him because he comes to me with those things and I hope he always does. So anyway, going back to what I was talking about though, um, you know, talking about all these these plants and things and the fruitfulness, it just made me think of John 15 where it talks about abiding in the Lord. He is the vine, we are the branches. And when we abide in him, we will bear fruit. And um, it's him. It's him that everything comes from. So just one of those moments where Old Testament, New Testament kind of weave together. Absolutely. I love when scripture interprets scripture. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's head over to our final verse of Hosea. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Ironic. That's the last week. <laughs> okay. That's right. Let those who are wise understand these things. Let those who discern with discernment, listen carefully. The paths for, of the Lord are true and right, and righteous people live by walking in them. But in those paths, stinner, sinners stumble and fall. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that just, that's a foreshadowing of, you know, the, um, the, it's narrow. The path is narrow. The gate is narrow. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had a, let's see, I had a cool moment. So our church is doing a read through the Bible in a year together, um, just mm-hmm. to try to up biblical literacy in our church. And we have a Facebook group. And so people will get on there and they'll ask questions. And um, so my husband and I, and whoever, anybody can answer the questions, but for now it tends to just be me and my husband, Matt. But um, someone had asked a question about Mark 4 verses 10 through 12. And it's, I'm just going to give you the short version as much as I can, but it's, it's the section where it's talking about the sower and the different types of soil. Um, so if you don't know that story, go ahead and just go to Mark four and just read that whole section. Um, long story short, there was a theme woven throughout that about hearing God's word. And I was able to see through like cross-referencing, this is the importance of cross-referencing and how great it is. Like what you said, scripture interprets, interprets scripture, um, but this theme of hearing God's word and accepting it and then bearing fruit, doing something about it. <clears throat> and so I, I just felt like this, this section of Hosea really lines up with that about how you have to not only just hear his word, because if you hear his word and do nothing with it, then you're not good soil. You're not going to bear any fruit. If you hear his word and you bear fruit, but you don't accept his word, then you're just doing works and you're just religious. Um, but it has to be all three. You hear his word, you receive it, you accept it. And then you bear fruit. Um, and so I have to flip back to Hosea. I lost my spot of why I was going there. Um, so then, whoever is wise, let him understand these things. Whoever is discerning, let him know them. Um, I just think it's that same idea of when we want to walk with the Lord and understand his word, we can't just hear his word. We have to hear his word and accept it and then do something about it. And something our church always, we always say, what is God saying to me? What am I going to do about it? Because I think so many people will hear God's word 
and then they'll walk away and do absolutely nothing with it. And I think what is being said at the end of Hosea is listen to what is being said here and do something about it. Don't follow in the same way as the Israelites. Don't um, follow your heart, you know, look at what they've done, change your ways and, and live for the Lord and then bear fruit from that because he is the vine. He is the one who provides that. Absolutely. What a good way to end our season with Hosea. I am so grateful for you guys for joining us. And like I said, come back in January, join Patreon, check out our social media to see all the updates and goodies of the new partnership we have with 1801 Media and what that looks like in January. Emily, what do you have to say to the good people? (laughs) Girls, go out and be bold. See you next time.